G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Thanks for joining Dr. Michael Yusuf for Leading the Way. In a few moments, Dr. Yusuf shares a life-changing message, challenging you to open the Bible, read it, heed it, and obey it. Through these simple steps, you'll experience healing from life's wounds and gain peace in the face of the unrest of today. Before he begins, let me also mention that if at any time you want to have a conversation about your faith or lack of faith, we have compassionate people who would love to speak with you. You can talk on the phone, through text or email, whatever you're most comfortable with. Begin by visiting ltw.org Jesus. Fill out a short form right there at ltw.org slash Jesus. Right now, let me encourage you to pause and listen carefully as Dr. Yusuf begins today's teaching time. Beloved, I'm going to tell you something that is common to all of us. You cannot tell me that you are in love with someone and you never open the letter that that beloved sends to you. You cannot claim that you love someone, and when you receive a letter from that loved one, you leave it unopened. Why? Because an open letter means this person whom you love is speaking to you. But by the same token, an unopened letter means that you do not want to know or hear from that person. And when God speaks, He reveals Himself to us in His Word, (laughs) and He's telling us some things, telling us what? He's telling us not only the truth about Himself, but He's telling us the truth about us. I wonder, is that why all statistics show the less than 18% of the Christians read the Bible on a regular basis. They don't want to face the truth about themselves. I just wonder. I'm just wondering. Hebrews 4, verses 12 and 13. The question is this. Why is the Word of God described as double-edged sword? I believe with all my heart that had the Bible writers a writing today, they would have said, the Word of God is sharper than a surgeon's couple. I believe that. Beloved, when your body needs a surgery, the scupple is your best friend. It really is. The writer to the Hebrews said that the Word of God is alive. What does that mean? It means it's not merely words on paper, that these words of God have God's authority in them, that these words have God's power in them, that these words have God's strength in them, 
that these words have God's command in them, that these words have God's will in them. That is why it is alive. So what does it mean to be active? Listen carefully. It means that it produces results, that it bears fruit. It produces results. It can change lives. Listen to what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. We are born again by the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. Therefore, when the Word of God acts, God acts. When the Word of God delivers, God delivers. When the Word of God heals, God heals. And that is why I want to come very quickly to three things that I want to share with you from those two verses. Hebrews 4, 12, and 13. The author here, through the power of the Holy Spirit who inspired him to write, is saying that when you read and heed and obey the Word of God, three things are going to happen. You're going to find that that Word of God stretches you on the surgeon's table. And secondly, that Word of God is going to operate on you and cut out all of the things that don't belong there. And thirdly, thank God, thank God, it sews you back up and heals you completely and restores you fully. First, the Word of God stretches you on God's operating table. If the Word of God takes you and stretches you before the surgeons, the great surgeon, Yahweh Rafi, stretches you right in front of him. Could it that be one of the reasons why very few people, very few Christians, actually read the Word of God regularly? They don't want to go through surgery. They don't want to get on God's operating table. Now, I am told I don't have any first-hand personal experience with physical surgeries, but I am told by doctors and surgeons and people who really know their stuff, is that when you are on the operating table, this is for physical operating table, I know the spiritual one, I'm going to tell you about it, I have first-hand experience with that. <laughs> but I'm told that when you are on the, physically on the operating table, that time the person on that table is most susceptible to all sorts of microbes and germs. Why do you think they scrub so much? <laughs> I mean, they'll scrub their hands bare. Now, I know that to be true in the spiritual realm. <laughs> I've experienced that on a regular basis. When I open the Word of God, Satan and the flesh work over time to neutralize the impact of the Word of God. The first thing they try to do is to keep you away from the Word of God. That's what they try. Keep you away from the Word of God. If they fail to keep you away from the Word of God and you, by God's power and strength, you make a decision that you will read, heed, and obey the Word of God, if they fail to keep you away, they will distract you. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, all of a sudden, you think of things that you never thought about for years you needed to do. Oh, all of a sudden, you start thinking of, you know, what, you could, what needs to be done. I know I left the stove on, or, I, you know, something happened. Distract you. If that does not work, what they do, they bring doubt 
to your mind as to the authenticity of the Word of God. They'll bring doubt in order to neutralize the impact of that Word, the power of that Word working in you. The surgery that only God's Word can accomplish is what the devil tried to keep you away from, and if he cannot keep you away from it, he neutralizes you. Why? Because when you are on God's operating table, it is the time when you are wide open. Everything is bare before Him. Nothing is hidden from His sight. Look at verse 13, Hebrews 4. The Word of God, probably I would say this, again, it's an improvisation on my part, is like an x-ray machine. (laughs) It reveals who you are, and it separates reality from fiction. You say, well, how does this work in my life? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I want to tell you. I want to tell you firsthand experience. <laughs> Listen to me. You can go along in life for a long time pretending that you are just fine. Everything is just fine. Everything is great. You and I can go along life's highway for a long time thinking Oh, we're healthy. I don't have anything wrong with me. I'm fine. Look at all these people. I'm just fine. I'm healthy. I'm not suffering from any symptoms that would make me worry about my health. I mean, why worry? But when you go to the doctor, and he looks at the results and looks at the x-ray, and he would say, we need to operate immediately. How does this work? Well, when you compare yourself with others, some body else who's in worse shape than you are, and say, man, I'm fine. You look at somebody who's struggling in certain areas of their lives that you don't struggle with, and you say, oh, I'm, I'm really much better than they are. Or you compare yourself with somebody who has more issues at dealing with than you do, and you say to yourself, I am super-duper. I must be God's gift to humanity. God is lucky to have me. Isn't it wonderful that he's got a wonderful person like me? Hmm. I can only tell you my testimony. Because in the early hours of every morning, when I have that x-ray machine on my lap, and I'm reading the Word of God, praying ahead of time for the Spirit of God to open my eyes and empower me and help me to listen, whether it be rebuke or encouragement. When everything is bare before him, who can see all things, when nothing is hidden from his eyes, when hidden issues in my life become wide open before him, when things I don't want to deal with confront me head on, when pride and smugness and self-satisfaction hit me in the face, when God's x-ray machine confronts me with his standards, not others. When doors I have sought to keep bolted for a long time bust open, when I'm being laid bare before his eyes, I am often forced to conclude with the Apostle Paul, nothing good dwells in me, in my flesh. I'm forced to conclude that the only good thing about Michael Youssef 
is Jesus. And so the Word of God stretches us on God's operating table, and that's why we, we don't do it. And secondly, the Word of God cuts us like a surgeon's cobble. It cuts us where we need to be cut. And my beloved friends, as your pastor, I tell you, this is the double-edged sword. The Greek word for sharper means to cut or to dissect with precision. This is not just waving that knife everywhere. No, no, no. He pointed that scalpel on the area that needs to be pointed to. It doesn't mean divide spirit and soul and marrow and joints. It doesn't mean separation. Listen carefully, please. This is very important. As a matter of fact, in the human body, joints and marrow are not in contact. So you say, how they're separated? I want you to listen carefully. <laughs> Here's what it means. The Word of God cuts through to the bones. That's what it means. The Word of God penetrates so deep into the recesses of your spiritual being. And so the separation, not dividing one from the other, but it means to penetrate every single cell in your spiritual nature. It means the Word of God stops at nothing until it brings it out in the open and deals with it. Now, my precious friends, take it from me. When you're lying on the table of the great surgeon, on his operating table, there can be no pretense. There can be no pretense in any area. But there's more. There's more. The Bible said that the Word of God judges not only our thoughts, but our motives. Some translations said attitude. It's the motives. The Word of God not only judges our activities, but even the hidden motives behind these activities. The secret motives, the real reason for saying and doing what we say and do. Beloved, listen to me. There are times when I sense that I have a mixed motive, and the many times I'll pray and I'll fast and examine my heart, examine myself, and then when I'm still get, uh, have convoluted mixed motive and I'll cry out to God, I said, sanctify my motives. You know, there are so many lies that our culture disseminate in schools, in the media, everywhere. So many lies. But one of the biggest lies, the big kahuna of them all, is this. Do what you feel is right. I want to say, give me a break. <laughs> are you kidding me? Feelings are so subjective, and they cannot be totally reliable. And that is why the Word of God is the only power that sorts things out. This is right. This is wrong. This is of the flesh. This is of the Spirit. Let me just give you an example. When you're driving alone in your car down the highway, and someone cut in front of you, and you react the way you react, it's between you and God, because you're alone in the car, right? That some people use sign language, <laughs> or retaliate, or whatever. And then you get 
on God's operating table, the x-ray machine <laughs> is open, and there you're confronted. What does God's Word do? It judges your reaction to that motorist. Now I need to move on because I'm getting under conviction now. <laughs> Some years ago, somebody asked me the question. He said, why do you have all these accountability things, accountability about your finances and accountability with your prayer partners and pastors about your personal life and, and accountability about your time and where you are and so forth? He said, you don't trust yourself? I said, bingo. <laughs> you got that right. I don't trust myself. Here's a fact. You and I are experts in self-deception. You and I are experts in rationalization. You and I are experts in deluding ourselves. You and I are experts in trying to project an image of ourselves that we want others to see, believe about us. And sometimes we even try to believe it ourselves. I used to have a professor at graduate school, a wonderful gentleman. He would say, you know, publicity is okay as long as you don't inhale it. <laughs> I've not been inhaling ever since. <laughs> Jeremiah cries out and said, Oh, Lord, the heart is deceitful above all things corrupt. Beloved, what we cannot do, the Word of God does for us. So the Word of God stretches you in God's operating table. The words of God is like a surgeon's couple and cuts where it needs to be cut, remove what needs to be removed. But thank God. Can you say thank God? Thank God. Had we started with putting it on the operating table and removing what needs to be removed and stopped there, that would be a disaster. <laughs> really, it would be like a surgeon who scrubs and he cuts, removes, and then before he could saw the patient back again, he says, hey, I'm going to lunch, bye. <laughs> But thank God. Thank God. In fact, I read recently about this surgeon who's invited into a neighborhood party, and the host was one of those people that always shoot through his mouth. You know what I'm talking about, and got kind of big blubber mouth. And, and he was kind of carving the meat, and he said, how am I doing, Doc? And would you like my technique, Doc? And would I make a good surgeon, Doc? And the man kept quiet, kept quiet. Finally, when he stopped shooting through his mouth, the, the doctor said, anyone can cut them open, hurry. But let's see if you can put it back together again. <laughs> see, that's what a great surgeon does. Jehovah Rapha, he's a great surgeon. He's a great physician. He cuts and removes the bad stuff, and then he puts that person back together again for complete healing. See, the longing of the Word of God is to heal us. Not to wound us. If we do get hurt in the process, it's for our good and for our healing. Listen, I know by nature we like to run away from people who know so much about us. I know that. Even if people try to run away from God because they think He knows too much about them. You know, we always like to run away from people who know too much about us. But God knows everything that is to be known about you, and He still loves you. Nowhere to hide from His eye. Please hear me right. When you get to this thought that you keep in your heart, when you really grasp 
that God knows what nobody else knows. When you understand that God only removes and wants to remove the bad stuff and then bring you healing, not partial healing, but complete healing. Once you know that our God is the God who heals us, who restores us, who fulfills us, who blesses us, who enriches us, who strengthens us, and yes, He forgives us. Once you understand that, He wants to pour out more grace, more grace. You'll walk out of your presence with God on cloud nine. And that is why Hebrew 4.16, listen carefully, it tells us, let us therefore, after what we just heard, he said, let us therefore approach the throne of grace with confidence, not cockiness, with confidence, not in us, but in Him, in His mercy, and in His grace, so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of needs. My beloved friends, when the Word of God reigns supreme in our lives, when we allow the Word of God to rule our lives, we will always experience peace in His presence. Always. It never fails. Why? Because the Word of God has the same characteristic as God. Did you know that? Read Psalm 19. You'll, you'll see the same characteristics of the Word of God as God Himself, perfection, faithfulness, righteousness, purity, and truth. Father, we thank you that you have in the past, in the present, and will in the future have our best interest at heart. The lie of the devil is that you want to hurt us. Father, I pray that you neutralize this lie from the pit of hell. That we trust you with all of our hearts and we trust your words as your full expression of yourself. Speak to our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. If you're unsure about your spiritual journey, we have pastoral team members who would love to speak with you. Reach out to ltw.org slash Jesus, ltw.org slash Jesus. And by the way, if you found yourself unable to attend in person at your home church, consider joining Dr. Yusuf for Leading the Way Live at Apostles on most Sunday mornings at 10.30 Eastern Time. Start by going to ltw.org and you'll find a link to join Dr. Yusuf and the congregation of his church, the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta, as they gather together in worship. In fact, you may not realize it, but Christian musician Mac Powell of Third Day is the artist in residence at the church and often leads the powerful worship time. So join Dr. Yusuf as he passionately proclaims uncompromising truth on Leading the Way Live at Apostles. The website again is ltw.org. Well, our time together is over for today. Join us again next time, won't you? This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf. Connect via television, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all of our social media networks. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 